Sweet. All right, there it is. Awesome. So, so you're from Orlando, right? Yes. Yeah, I'm from. I live. I've been living in Orlando since uh, 2005. Okay. Uh, I, I, I was born in Florida, South Florida, and pretty much lived in Florida my whole life. Yeah, have Florida you born and raised? Yeah, yeah. Um, so what kind of what kind of music um, scene was going on over there when you were a kid? Uh, so when I was younger in South Florida, there's not really much of a scene at all. It's a Port St. Lucie. That's where I grew up. Um, so. Yeah, aside from going to, you know, uh, music class in school uh, and stuff like that, there wasn't really a, <laughs> a scene uh, until I until I got to Orlando when I went to high school. Especially high school. Yeah, that's that, that's the greatest uh, exposure to to music is for sure. A music class for school. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. So like from a young age, uh, I didn't take like formal lessons like out of, outside of school, but I, I was always in the school music program. Um, you know, from elementary school up until middle school and high school, I did marching band. What were uh, so you? I guess yeah, you what was call your... that the scene? You know what I mean? Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Pr- prior to you know writing music and uh, meeting other musicians in, in high school and college. Yeah. You were on the so pulse of it the... for sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, what were you playing in uh, in in elementary school leading uh, up to marching band? So yeah, so I I remember it's like a vivid. It was vivid, like the. Con- the, the school music teacher, he um, he went down the line and asked everybody like what they wanted to play. Um, it's between saxophone and percussion. I, I picked saxophone. Uh, I always kind of laugh because I, I wish I, I, I wish I picked percussion. Uh, I, I enjoy saxophone, but I was never I never really excelled at playing saxophone. Like even for all those years from elementary school to high school kind of just very mediocre playing saxophone <laughs> and then and then what'd you, what'd you move into for mar- marching band what kind what, uh, what were you taking over? saxophone as well yeah pretty much oh. the same thing all the time yeah yeah <laughs> and I don't, I don't know how much you know about marching band but uh saxophones aren't really uh that important <laughs> woodwinds uh, aren't very important to marching bands it's, it's mostly about the percussion and the brass yeah, I, I thought that you were gonna say that you would have moved to percussion at that point. Yeah, no, like, no, no, well, no, by, no. That, by then I had I had been playing saxophone for so many years. It's like to even consider uh, transitioning would be like outrageous. Yeah, it's, it's like, uh, <laughs> like no, man, I'm sax. I'm not. No, no. Yeah, no. yeah. Well, no. What you know? Everybody in in the marching band wishes they were you know playing on the drum line. Yeah, I, I feel yeah. like that's I feel like that's a classic, <laughs> uh, classic thing. So, so what do what do you feel your introduction? into music was was it would you would you say that it was the the elementary school saxophone you know I, I, it's interesting like I've, i was i always had like a different relationship with music uh, at home um on my own uh yeah, compared to like what was going on in school it's, it's interesting in terms of like the you know, the stuff that helped me uh, do what i do now you know write music and record music that all kind of started at home uh when i first got my uh, first computer um like when i was like seven or something like that uh so just learning eventually figuring out you can you know use use programs on the computer to arrange arrange music arrange beats and stuff like that yeah what ca- what kind of stuff were you delving into musically on, on your own what was your what was your uh, first kind of out the uh, seven uh, yeah. out of yes yeah. yes yeah, so, yeah, so yeah, definitely like a lot of electronic music a lot of like techno trance uh like 2000s you know uh, i don't know if you if you can imagine what electronic music sounded like 
back in the 2000s, but it was it was pretty, you know, four on the floor, uh, trancey techno, like you know, kind of kind of cheesy compared to compared to now. You know, electronic music's come a long way. Yeah, uh, but that's definitely my background is uh, uh, into me is discovering electronic music, just music that you can make on a computer. You know, like one, one or two two people making on a computer digital yeah. digital music. Now, what what were your parents playing music wise if they were listening to music? Uh, so I remember listening to the radio station a lot in my mom's car. Uh, I she she bought me like a Backstreet Boys cassette like back in the day. Uh, the radio station was called uh, Sunny FM, and it, they just played like all the mainstream like pop music. Uh, Delightful. Like the nineties, you know. So that 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 I I am a pop connoisseur. I would say I, I don't. Yeah, I might not necessarily pay a lot of attention now to pop music, but you know, I, if, if if it's catchy, you know, I like it. It's it's in there. It's, it's <laughs> yeah. somewhere in there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. So it's like, yeah, all types of just pop music, you know, like mm-hmm. stuff that you probably you know, that all of us grew up listening to. Oh yeah, yeah. No, nothing, nothing. It's it's not going to be very niche, like you know, some people are like yeah, I grew up listening to jazz, you know, like really like specific stuff like that, but. Yeah, mainstream music mostly. Yeah. No classical, no jazz. <laughs> did you did you ever lead into that that kind of phase of jazz and classical later um, on in life? I, I enjoy listening to jazz now. Um, I have a lot of respect for jazz jazz musicians, jazz music, but uh, you know, not not a lot. You know, actually, when you listen when I listen to jazz, you know, just you kind of get tripped up about your own musicianship. Um, you know, because you're just like, wow, these guys are on a whole nother level. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, yeah, then you're, you know, like, you know, then you're like, you know, why am I even comparing? You know, it's a whole different thing. But yeah, jazz, jazz music is, it's the, it's like the rocket science of music. That's, that's definitely <laughs> true. Yeah. It's a good analogy. Um, what, was, what was your first job? First job um, was working at Sonic Drive-In. Uh, got the job in high school actually um and it, it only had that job for like a couple months they were essentially using me to like clean do like some of the deep cleaning that that hasn't been done for like years you know it's like hey clean out the ice ma- machine clean out the clean all the floors clean the freezer you know it's like how often does this happen because it, it's like you know i just got this job and it seems like there's no way you guys do these do these tasks like on a on a weekly basis yeah and it's gotta be hard on those roller skates man you gotta yeah you gotta keep no, no, we, yeah actually yeah dude. you know the roller skates um forgot about that they don't even do that anymore no i uh, even i haven't seen that in, in, yeah. in qu- quite a bit yeah yeah so that was my first job shout out to sonic yeah it's a sponsor of this podcast so good i, I had to work it in somehow so i'm, I'm glad yeah, that it came that's up funny, <laughs> yeah so so i mean so you you started playing music relatively young when did you start kind of making your own music with with a with a laptop what what age was that Peter? uh yeah yeah like 10 you know like it's just as soon as i discovered you could like you know download software pirate software on on the inter- on the internet you know but uh, man there's a ton of you know you know i remember pirating like pretty loose you know before it was called fl studio um so man it's it's been a while it's crazy to it's crazy to think it's been like i could say like 20 20 years yeah wow 
Yeah, because I, I was like a huge nerd on like just on the on the on AOL on the on the on the internet, just you know, looking for you know things to download. You know, like my really slow internet. <laughs> so yeah, it started pretty quick. Um, uh, as soon as I discovered you could uh, do stuff like that, it, it, it's hard to remember the exact age, but I was definitely like 10, 11. I yeah, started yeah. arranging like arranging like techno and like trance music and stuff like that. Man, yeah, um, that's that, that's um, real young. Yeah. What kind what kind of stuff were you getting into as a kid when, when you were younger? Were you were you generally a good kid or kind of getting into some mischief? Uh, you know, I didn't get in a lot of trouble, but you know, it's hard to say. I I, I, was, I would say I was a pretty good kid. Yeah, didn't get in a lot of trouble, but it seems like when I did get in trouble, it was like a big deal. Like, um, like it's like uh it's like they, it's like all, all the whole time i'm like doing great not not getting in trouble but then you know you mess up like one time it's like a big thing. oh man yeah yeah but uh yeah i don't want to go into too much detail something crazy but it's just funny. oh it's it's, like, it's, it's, it's crazy it's as shit huh no no it's just good examples like you know when, when you're in class like everybody's talking right and then you know you're like, well, everybody's talking. Then you start talking, and you get you're the one that gets in trouble talking. You yeah, know, the teacher hears you talking. Like I, I was that guy. That's some wild shit, dude. You know I, mean? uh, I don't know. I guess it's because my voice carries or something. But yeah, it seems like I would always get picked, you know get get in trouble for doing the thing that everybody else was doing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's always the way it is. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that that's you know, but not not a lot of trouble. Just you know. You know, maybe got into a little, little scuff, you know, scuff with the kid, you know, you know. Oh, you're but, a fighter. But no, not really. No, like I'm saying, I, I wasn't a fighter. But the mo the one time that I got into when you it wasn't even a fight. Like, you know, this was in middle school. Um, yeah, this kid just kind of like got in my way. And, uh, you know, it wasn't it wasn't like out of malice or anything. But I kind of like, you know, needed him down my way to. So like he, he kind of like fell over next thing you know i'm like getting uh, in trouble for like battery you know the dean of the school like is like suggesting the parents they should they should press charges against me like i, I like i had no um you know record of doing anything wrong you know like, that that's the american that's the american you know school system for you, you know? yeah where the, yeah with the with the administration will suggest to the parents, hey, yeah, press charges on this kid that wasn't even known to be, you know, a troublemaker. But, uh, yeah, and you say, I, come I, on, I, man, I just, I just got to get to band practice. Do they need yeah, that saxophone? Yeah, you know, it's funny. This was, this, you know, it all comes back to the band practice. This actually did happen in band practice, actually. <laughs> we, were, we were in the room where all the instruments were. You know, I was trying to get my saxophone. I think he, he played like a smaller instrument, like, you know, clarinet or something, so you know, he had more time, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, he got in my way, it turned into this whole thing, uh, so not a troublemaker, but when I get caught doing something, it seems to be like a big deal. When your back's against so, the so wall, try, dude, yeah. Exactly. So I try not to get caught, you know, doing, doing things these days, <laughs> you know, try, try to stay, stay ahead of the wall, you know. On the straight and narrow, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> when did you and Lauren meet? When was, when was that initial meeting? Uh, in high school, actually, uh, Winter Springs High School, um, with the class of 2008. So I met her, like, I think my junior year, which would have been like 2007, something like that. Man, it's it's hazy. 
it's funny. She might, you know, hear, hear, hear this and be like, that's completely wrong. But yeah, like junior year, senior year of high school, I didn't really uh, get to know her until senior year of high school when, mm-hmm. you know, um, when things were kind of more chill and uh, we had seen each other, you know, more often. We, we met in Latin class. You, you might have heard this. Uh, this has been mentioned before in places, but yeah, we met in Latin class. We were kind of the... So, so uh, every, every school has their kind of like zones, you know, where, where the different uh, students congregate, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, I was a band student, so I usually ate lunch near the band room. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, she kind of like, yeah, basically we were, we were the kids that didn't have like a zone in the lunch, in the cafeteria, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I don't know, I don't know if you can imagine this kind of dynamic. No, no, I, I understand. Yeah, I, I went to public high school as well. Yeah, I, I, I yeah, get yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So like, uh, that's kind of that's kind of how I met. Like, basically, we we I met her through a mutual friend that were essentially the kid the kids that you know we didn't really have like a you know group. We didn't, we didn't play sports. Uh, I wasn't really like in the cliques with the, with the with the band band kids. Like you know they they had their own type of cliques. Everybody had their own cliques and stuff. Um, so yeah, and they knew you were a fighter. Like, ah, uh, we're not gonna. Yeah, no, this this yeah, right. That's funny. Uh, yeah, by then, by then, no, no, nobody knew anything. Um, so yeah, basically, that, that's how we met. Just, uh, just the, a group of kids that just kind of weren't a part of a clique that just obviously needed a group to, to you know to hang out with. Yeah, a man with no country. Yeah, kind of deal. So, yeah. Shout yeah. out to uh, Alex Petticon is the is the very gracious leader of the of the of the high school outcasts <laughs> shout out to alex man right? good guy yeah, yeah. good guy yeah, oh, yeah actually she's a, she's, a, she's a woman actually but, uh, oh. yeah good I, woman I, I, yeah 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 good, yeah. good person yeah. in general yeah 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 I haven't, I haven't talked to her in a long time i actually well, wonder 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 what happened we'll we'll, we'll send it over to her she'll she'll, right. she'll love to hear this yeah. so yeah that that's that's how i met lauren high school um yeah, pretty wholesome story, you know, it's, there was, you know, it's not like we met in music school or like had any, uh, yeah, it was just like some kids in high school that just wanted to hang out. Very organic. Yeah, yeah. And then um, naturally she started coming over to my place um, and I showed her, you know, the stuff I was working on, uh, which was a lot of like electronic music at the time um, and uh, just different types of arrangements and I was like, hey, you know. You want to try singing on this or like playing something on this? Yeah, and uh, yeah, that's kind of how that's kind of that's kind of how it happened. And you guys were making music for a couple of years before you guys started sales, correct? Yeah, yeah, for sure. It was a bunch of like, because after high school, uh, she went to college. I went to college. Uh, you know, there was a lot of back and forth. Uh, we kept in touch, um, just just hanging out every now and then, and you know, work with jamming, jamming, working on music. Uh, what was your uh, yeah? What was your major? Yeah, so I went to college. I went to UCF uh, for uh, pre-med, but it's funny because I had, you know, like no intention of ever becoming a doctor. Basically, in high school, you had the admissions people come in, and they're like, you know, they, they, they put a lot of pressure on you. Well, no, I put a lot of pressure on myself because I was like, you know, if, I want, if I'm going to go to college, I'm going to go for a reason, you know. You know, I, I need to get a degree that, I you know, I want to have a degree that I can that I need, you know, otherwise, what the hell am I doing? Like, I'm not a great student. 
but you know, all the kids that want to be doctors and stuff, they they decide that very early. It's not something you can kind of just casually decide to do by the time you're a senior in high school. So yeah, I went into UCF as pre-med, got completely wrecked by all the general ed, like, you know, so yeah, pretty much only lasted for like two semesters. Um, uh, so basically by then I was just kind of like in that drift, you know, kind of figuring things out stage yeah, of, yeah. Uh, you know, not working, uh, not really going, not going back to school. Uh, so at that, in that time, I would go visit Lauren um, at her school, FSU, Tallahassee, Florida. Um, FSU you know, and, and UCF? Yeah, so I went to UCF oh, in Orlando. Yeah, it's not really that big of a rivalry. Yeah, UCF, it's not, it's not really. Yeah it's, <laughs> yeah, it's not that big of a rivalry at all. I don't even think they're in the same conferences or <laughs> but uh yeah I would, yeah basically I, I i dropped out i stuck at i sucked at college and i started going to hang out at other people's colleges you know for fun and yeah just that's where you really get the most work. work done at other people's yeah, colleges. i don't even yeah. go here but i'm doing yeah. stuff here <laughs> yeah, exactly <laughs> exactly so yeah i felt i felt like i got i got the best of both worlds i got to study a little bit at my college you know drop out and then go party and have, have fun and you know my friends, my friends college. Were you, were you, uh, were you much of a partier when you, uh, in high school and whatnot? Uh, no, not really. It was, yeah, not until college. Um, college, there was a lot of, uh, I would do a lot of DJing. So I'd DJ like parties and, uh, yeah, so there's that, a lot more partying in the in college. High school was very, you know, I was in lag class, man, like lag class. Yeah, like, hey, man, not, I got not, a test not, tomorrow, dude. I can exactly, be fucking not, around yeah, right now. Not, not really partying in, in high school when you're taking live, you know? It's not, that's not a, you're not getting invited to parties. No, no, no. Taking no, live. No, <laughs> you get invited to study group, and but, that's, you know, that's try, what we I, get to do. As much, as, much, as much of a funny thing it is, I, I do appreciate having taken the class, because if I didn't, wouldn't have met Lauren. Uh, and also, that that class actually had one of the best teachers in, in the, in the, I don't know, in the state i would say uh, so he, he was a really great teacher so it was all the time yeah that's that's, that's <laughs> yeah. good so you're so you're, you're kind of you're 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 doing you're figuring yourself out you're kind of you're, you're working on music still that's a primary mm-hmm. focus at this point right yeah but again what's the thing is like i was always just working on music for fun you know um so there was never an expectation of becoming a music career but when you drop out of college and you don't have any uh you know anything lined up there's no essentially you don't have a future <laughs> that's that's when it became you know, put it you know kind of uh, had a realization i was like wow this is something i've been doing for a lot of years uh, and i think i'm okay at it um so uh you know that, that that's when i you know that's when i started to kind of becoming more of like, oh, I think maybe, maybe I should try to, you know, yeah. And at the time there's a lot of, you know, obviously I'm a, through every musician, you know, they're, they're also music fans. So like there's tons of new music coming out, like music, the music scene um, and the internet was a very, it was very exciting. Um, and this was like 2000, what, 2009, 2010. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That timeline. Yeah. Two, gotcha. I, don't, I don't know. I don't know how long you've been, um you know doing the music uh you know just like looking looking for music and stuff like on the internet but yeah like that was like a pretty exciting time like blog there's tons of blogs tons of people 
uh, learning new stuff that way. Yeah. This was this was before Spotify, before Apple Music. You know, you still had to kind of like find the music uh, on your own a little bit. Yeah. Now, now, yeah. Now, nowadays, it's like I feel like it's a lot easier. It's thrown in your face, and then yeah. at that point, you had to kind of seek it out, search it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah, that that's yeah, that's kind of that's kind of the transition. It was just like, oh shit, well, this is this is one of the few skills that I have. Um, let's let's try to utilize you know, it. Yeah. Yeah, utilize it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, like going back to meeting Lauren. Yeah, like ever since the first time I. Uh, play off Lauren and like heard her sing and just heard her play guitar I was just like wow like, it's like wow you, you know you're super talented and always was thinking about the stuff that we had made together um and that's essentially what our first songs were it was like her coming back into town uh from college and we just sat that uh, met up at her house and we wrote Renee and like listen like very, very quickly like like an hour like <laughs> at most you know was was that the first song that you guys put down at sales yeah that that's yeah that, that i don't know if my memory is incorrect but like i remember that's when i was like oh wow this is like a good song let's try to put out a project like let's try to like brand the song you know, or, you know brand the project and you know start putting out music um, yeah because by then uh you know, I had I had some solid experience was just kind of seeing how other acts would kind of put music out on, on the internet and kind of yeah. promote themselves um, through yeah. blogs and whatnot. It was it was uh, yes, yeah, it's, it's different. It's different, like very different from now. It's crazy how recent it was, but also how distant it feels. Yeah, yeah, distant it, it is, and how different it is. Yeah, was um, it was there a difference between what you and Lauren were making? pre uh previously in uh, when it wasn't called sales to when it transitioned to sales oh absolutely a yeah, good question yeah yeah so I, some of my favorite songs pre-sales like i still love but yeah they they sound very different i feel like uh because you know there was so a lot of the early songs was just you know me coming up with an arrangement and lauren just kind of doing everything on top of it um the way i like to look at sales it's more of a lauren and i coming together with our strengths uh, it's, it's not a producer singer type collaboration it's a very you know 50 50 let's, yeah. let's put this it's like a john lennon paul mccarty type of type of songwriting you know relationship yeah more so um, definitely uh, so yeah the early stuff sounds very different um yeah it's definitely not sales like if you were to hear it <laughs> <laughs> what um what inspires you to, to make music like what what really drives inspiration if you could pinpoint that in some way yeah just the feeling of you know when, when you come up with an idea uh, musically and just like like lay it down like uh, writing songs and recording to me have always been very intertwined um, it's rare that I would come up with an idea uh, that, that wasn't recorded very you know very quickly after I came up with it. So uh, I feel like um, because of that, you know, I was able to like come up with other put things together like pretty quickly. Um, but uh, yeah, just the feeling of, it's like solving a puzzle and just, 
you know, just you're just like, wow, it's like a it's like a it's like a unique puzzle. Every every song you you write, you know, you come up with, it's like a unique thing. You know, there's no direct obvious thing you're supposed to do a lot of times. Yeah. Um, so yeah, just the feeling of solving solving the you know the puzzle of the song, I would say. That's kind of how I feel. It's like, it's, it's a good analogy. I, I, yeah, I like it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, um so after you guys kind of started recording as sales when did you guys start playing uh live performances uh, play shows yes yeah, so i feel like uh you're really lucky to have like we started playing shows pretty quickly i would say it was only like a year or two after our songs like hit the internet um and i think it's uh i think our booking agent for that uh her name's joan and uh yeah she reached out to us by email Thank uh, you, Joan. Had, yeah. <laughs> yeah, thank you, Joan. Yeah, she, uh, yeah, we, like, a lot of times, like, in the industry, like, you, 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 had, you signed these artists that have never played a show. We, had, we, had, we hadn't even no intention, or at least I had no intention. Basically, we had no idea of, like, what we would have to do if we were, if we were to have success, because that wasn't on our mind. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it was, it was just like, oh, well, we put all these songs. Oh, wow, there's, like, traction happening. And it felt like we were just along for the ride like the whole time, um, which is amazing. You know, we're really, I feel like really lucky to be able to say that. Um, Definitely. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, our booking agent, Joan, she hit us up. She's the only booking agent we ever had. Well, we, we, had, we worked with some other people prior to that. It was like a kind of like a one-off type thing. But uh, Joan, Joan was like our booking agent. We've been working with her for like six, six since like since yeah 2014 wow yeah, yeah. That's, a, that's a good chunk of time yeah yeah um so pretty quickly yeah basically the the, the songs got put out they got tra- traction really quickly and then uh we started getting hit up by uh not a lot of people but joan, joan she, she's smart she, she hit us up really early <laughs> And uh, we were like, I, I guess we'll, we'll play shows. Uh, we have no idea how to do that, but uh, we, we figured, figured it out. out. <laughs> yeah, we figured it out, yeah. Um, so, what, so were you guys, did you guys have like hard copies of stuff or was it just digital things that, that you guys were, were putting out? It's like, hey, go listen to this. Yeah, so we, something that we decided to do really like early uh, that I felt was um, kind, of, kind of different was uh, we did put out a seven inch uh, for Renee pretty quickly after uh, we put it out on the internet. Um, so we had, you know, like a physical release to sell and uh, people knew about, but it took like, it took a while to sell all this. We made like 300 copies. Lauren and I put up uh, money, like each of us put up like a little bit of money to, to, to do it. Self-produced, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, yeah, we completely self-funded. Never, never got an advance or anything. Uh, you know, just very, very uh, working with what we had. Yeah, which is good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. both of us were working at the time. Yeah, I was. I was working at a call center. You know, all, all, yeah, you ask about the jobs, and it's like, yeah, not exciting. You know, it's like, no, it's very exciting. Yeah. Sonic, yeah, yeah, yeah. Call center. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's funny. It's like, but it's like, uh, it's it's interesting the, the 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 dynamic. You know, it's like you're doing something so exciting, but you know. Um, but that, that's why we were doing these things because Lauren and I would get off our you know jobs that we didn't enjoy very much and uh, you know meet up and start writing songs. Uh, yeah, I say uh, 
do you do you feel like creativity kind of sparked you more in those moments of just kind of working these jobs a hundred percent hundred percent i feel like everybody's different but i I have this kind of philosophy that um you 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 know you kind of do have to obviously if you're having a great time all the time and having a lot of fun like uh it's hard to get the inspiration like to to do certain things I feel like writing music, doing something creative. Um, I wouldn't say like we were, you know, depressed or anything about our jobs, but yeah, it's just like when, when you when you can't think about the stuff you want to do, it makes it way more enjoyable when you start doing. It. Yeah, you got to suffer for art. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, because you're you're sitting at your job and you're like, I can't I can't even open up a web browser to to do do anything you know and so like by the time you get off you're like holy shit i i appreciate that i can you know hang out with my friend and and jam yeah uh and i feel like that's that's how we uh we're able to really come up with some cool cool ideas Mm -hmm. Uh, just just yeah when did you transition to learning the guitar was it was it right around the when you were kind of uh, messing around with the with the saxophone as well that that was just kind of uh, yeah, actually guitar yeah it's, i didn't pick up a guitar like my uh, so my dad bought me a guitar um uh when i was, when I was pretty young but it was an acoustic guitar and uh I, I didn't really do much with it so it's interesting my relationship with the guitar um it's kind of new it happened um around like 2000 2009 2010 actually but because because i remember the guitar that i that I use to this day. It's a black Gibson SG. Uh, it's a 2009 model. And uh, I bought that guitar um, because I was kind of like disillusioned with electronic music. <laughs> you know, I wanted to, you know, kind of get out of that electronic music uh, vibe. You know, I was just kind of, you know, uh, didn't, didn't feel great like uh, with the stuff I was doing you know, electronically. Yeah, you're looking for something um, new, something fresh. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I bought the guitar, you know, hoping that it would like spawn some creativity. But what's funny is like that guitar just kind of sat idle for like a year until Lauren actually saw it and she actually borrowed that guitar for like um, for I don't know for a while. She's like, "Yeah, go ahead, take it. I don't care." Like, <laughs> but uh, uh, after uh, after I got it back, that's when I started playing playing that guitar and like a lot a lot of those old songs. Um, pretty much like 90 90 99 like 99% of the songs like uh, were essentially written with that guitar wow yeah, i mean that yeah. that that is it's a, it's a good chunk that 1% though yeah you know, yeah funny. yeah right <laughs> um it's um, it's funny that you mentioned that because i i kind of went through the same thing with with bass cuz i was just playing drums consistently and then mm-hmm. my my buddy ben gebert love you buddy um he left his bass over here we were we were jamming one time and and it just sat in my room for yeah like a good two three years and i was like all right well you know and then when it gets quiet of course you can't play the drums i was like all right i'll start screwing out this and it's it's yeah yeah, it's really i can relate to that it's like oh wow that's cool sitting here yeah it's going to have experience i feel like there's something about other like yeah just having uh instruments that other people have kind of you know imbued with their energy you know because because before lauren you know played that guitar it was just you know nobody had played guitar because it was just sitting there you know but after she had borrowed it you know she's actually an excellent guitarist um she uh she used to take uh, uh classical guitar lessons and stuff and 
so a lot of a lot of the way I learned how to play guitar uh, is kind of kind of emulating Lauren's style. Um, like her her style, her like a lot. She uses a lot of like uh, jazz jazzy chords, like uh, seventh type style chords, stuff like that. Um, yeah. Uh, so yeah, like you know, I kind of just picked up guitar and we started jamming. She, you know, she, she's she's a good guitarist, and I'm just kind of like following along, kind of you know make 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 riffs and sounds that sound good yeah with what she's doing yeah complimenting um, each other yeah. yeah yeah so that that's essentially how i learned how i learned to play guitar i, I still that is I, there's a lot of amazing guitarists i still don't consider myself to be a guitarist per se but uh yeah i, I use the guitar the right yeah. <laughs> yeah. uh do, now when you perform live do you prefer performing with a sampler or with a, a person on the drums Oh my god, uh, good question. Yeah, uh, ever since we started touring with the live drummer, shout out to our live drummer Malcolm Martin. Uh, it's been a super fun. Um, yeah, it's just way more exciting, a lot more energy. It's nice to have. You know, we, we don't we, we don't have a lot of people on stage. You know, but when we first started, it was Lauren and I, and Lauren and I with the sampler is like one of the most vulnerable feelings you could have, like playing a show. Uh, so it's nice to have Malcolm there um, support, you know, supporting us playing the drums. Fill fill some uh, of that gap, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So yeah, I I, I really love uh, playing playing shows with the live drummer. Um, yeah. Prefer it. So yeah, the yeah. um the 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 first couple of shows you guys played, what was was the attendance like? Were you, were you playing under a bill with other people, or what was what was yeah. Joan setting up for you guys? Yes. Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so we we before before we met Joan, we played. Uh, so Lauren and I both were pretty involved with kind of like the local scene, uh, our respective local scene. So, so uh, in Tallahassee, there was a really strong music scene up there. Um, a lot of the with a lot of the uh, music school students. Um, so she played a lot of house shows out there, and I played a lot of uh, little house shows uh, as well in like Orlando and just. You know, uh, little we, there's like a really cool festival that was running for a while in Florida called Total Bummer, uh, which was really awesome. Um, and you got to meet a lot of the other people in Florida doing similar things. Um, so uh, those shows, you know, very, very few attendees. Uh, I remember our show at Total Bummer. I forget what year it was. It was pretty bad. <laughs> and actually, what's, it, what's uh, really overwhelming to think about is like, you're playing to a bunch of really talented musicians, you know, like, like when, when you're, when it's like a music festival, it's like, obviously you have your music fans, but it's, you're essentially, you're just playing to the, all the other music musicians that are, that are playing the festival. You know? Yeah. So, so uh, you know, there's a lot of people I respect that were there and probably saw how, you know, not very good we were. Um, Cause yeah, we had no intention, no idea of how to have like, of how to even do it. Yeah, and th and then have have you seen those people since then? It, when you're playing a show, you're like, hey, this is this is how it's supposed to be. Like, this is the idea of what we're trying to. Yeah, you know, you know, it's funny. It's like I feel like I haven't. It's like interesting how we we played that festival and we were sales like you know kind of a thing, and then fast forward to now and it's like, you know, we're we're like viral on TikTok, like crazy stuff. So it, I feel like. You know, it kind of fizzled out of the local scene over time, and it, 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 and you know, it just kind of, it just kind of naturally happened. Uh, so yeah, I, 
So shout out to everybody from the Orlando scene. You know, much respect for you guys. If you hear yeah, this, big ups for you know, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you know, would, I wouldn't be here without having that experience of you know. some confidence. Yeah. yeah. So, so uh, yes, you know, I don't know. That, that's how local scenes can be. I feel like uh, you know, some people make it out of it with some with some uh, you know traction. You know, they yeah, they actually get traction and. Uh, I don't want people to think that, you know, like doing the local stuff didn't matter because that stuff matters. No, it, it does. It does. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah really. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. not not only for I mean for bands to get progressively better, but also having something for for the the people in the surrounding area to Absolutely, come. Absolutely. Yeah. To, yeah. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Like totally. Yeah. It's, it was it's inspiring. Like I remember uh, reaching out on. Um, by email on Bandcamp to like, I just kind of looked at like Orlando artists on Bandcamp uh, and just kind of was like, hey, who else is doing stuff? And just kind of reached out. Yeah, it's very, it's very important to, yeah. to have that. Yeah. And if you don't think that there's a scene in your local area, start it, make it. Because yeah, exactly, people, people exactly. will come and yeah. Uh -huh. And that's, it's always so great to, to, to see people really um, doing something like within, within these areas. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Very important. Yeah, it's but, crazy uh, how things change, you know? Yeah. yeah. I feel like At, it's the old, old head, you know? Old head. Like, yeah, already. You, you know? <laughs> As of April 26, 2020, sales has had 3,647,906 monthly listeners on Spotify. Did you think that that amount of people would be listening to what you guys were creating? No, never, never. Like, you know, I, I still, like... I'm stocked because I feel like it was like pretty recent that, you know, I was just sitting here born starting, starting everything, <clears throat> you know, like setting up our first Facebook page and setting up our, you know, all these like things, you know, social, our social media accounts and like, they just kind of grown and grown and grown. Yeah. Um, and I feel like, uh, yeah, just super fortunate because, you know, we, we, we didn't put out a lot of music, you know, but I feel like just, you know, the, yeah, just a few a few songs kind of just hit you know really hit with you know made it, some impact yeah really did why yeah. do you think so many people are drawn to your music i i don't know i would like to think that because you know uh yeah this our intention you know it was just very you know it was it was, it was, it was there was no intention you know it was just music that was created for the sole purpose of you know, you know, for me, just, you know, I, I like hearing it myself. Um, and I, I felt like you know, if I liked it, oh, maybe other people would like it. So, and obviously yeah, just, they did. Yeah. 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 yeah and it, that's they it. Do. No, there yeah. was no like career. Like, it's not like, oh, well, I think I want to, you know, have a music career. Um, it was just like a very about the music, about the songs type yeah. attitude. It's yeah. like, it was not about me. It's not about like my, expectations of what would happen if these songs became successful it was a very like i think these songs are good and i would like for other people to hear them yeah just listen to it yeah, yeah. so i feel like that idea that energy um i would like to think that energy is kind of helped propel this you know this these songs you know they, yeah. they, have, they have a very organic energy to them um yeah because even to this day like writing songs now like it's like, oh, wow, I do have, like, a music career now. <laughs> so, like, writing a song, yeah, with that with that mentality, it's like, it just, 
it's different. You know, different. I, I bet you're like, oh, no, yeah. yeah, I'm actually, I'm kind of professional at this. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, okay, well, this is my job. You know, it's like, you know, it's like, uh, yeah. So I feel like that energy, that intention definitely becomes a part of the, uh, part of the song, part of the music. Yeah. Did you, did you see an increase in attendance of, uh, of shows? Throughout. Oh yeah, absolutely, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Like, was, was it more, a gradual yeah. thing, or was it just like bam, um, the next? Yeah, pretty gradual, pretty gradual. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, I, I remember. Well, it depends on the places. Mm-hmm. Um, like you know, the smaller cities, uh, you know, a lot more gradual growth. But playing like Los Angeles or New York City, places like that, where uh, people are just a lot more people, a lot more people in tune with what was going on. Um, Hubs. Yeah, it was, yeah. It was, yeah, it was amazing going going to LA for the first time ever, uh, like to like and like play a show there and, and sell out and like people make you feel like you're a celebrity even though you're just kind of you know you're just playing this like 300 cap room. You, know? you say, motherfucker, <laughs> I'm at Sonic, man. I'm calling yeah. you right now, dude. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's amazing what the you know what 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 attraction on the internet can do. Yeah, was that was that your first? So was it your first time coming out to the to the West Coast? Was through touring? Yeah, so I remember. Uh, so I I had lived in California for a year in North Cal- Northern California, um, but I don't really count that. I was sixteen, so that's how I ended back in Orlando. So kind of shit, you know, kind of uh, clarifying some gaps. So yeah, I ended back back up in Orlando um, after living in California for a year. My dad had got a job that didn't work out. Um, Sonora, California. Are you familiar? Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm SoCal, but I understand. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so that, yeah. yeah so it, that's like a population at the time, population like twenty thousand. Like uh, I was not used to that. So it, it's a beautiful place, but when you when you just got like moved away, you don't really you don't really care about how beautiful the place you end up in. So, yeah, it's, I, especially I, at that time, you're like, I, I, I could yeah, give a shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's like I'm, I'm sucking at school. California school is so much harder than Florida. Like, you know, it's like, you know, uh, it's like I don't have any friends, you know, it's like. Yeah, I mean, that's a really pivotal yeah, age yeah. in general. Yosemite's right there, man. Like, oh, my God, I, I completely regretted not going to Yosemite. Now I'm like, I can't believe I, I lived right like 20 minutes from Yosemite and never went there. Hindsight's 2020, man. Yeah, you know? so yeah. Um, so uh, then the, the next time that you came out here. Yeah. So basically after tour. that, I'd just been in Florida and didn't really have much relation, uh, much connection to, uh, with California. So uh, to be able to go to LA and have, you know, have that, like to me, this, you know, this, you know, that's why, it, that's why bands write songs like Hotel California. You know, Cause you get that like magical feeling when you play like that sold out show in, the, in this, you know, this place. Um, so yeah, super. You know, I love going to LA. It's one of my one of my favorite places. Uh, yeah, the Asian lives lives there. Joan, yeah. yes. Yeah, Joan. Yes, Joan. Yep. <laughs> good, good, good woman. Yeah. Uh, so when you when you first went on tour, was that kind of when you saw other parts of the country that you had never been before? Like, was it your pretty, first? Yeah, pretty much. Pretty in, much. Yeah. Introduction. Like, I, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, like uh, as a kid, I didn't really travel much. You know, I went to like. You know, you, you know, your classic trips. You know, I went, you know, went to New York City, went to the top of the World Trade Center back in the day, like stuff like that. But you know, nothing. 
I mean, that's that, that that's pretty far north, though. I mean, that is that's yeah, that's a yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's cool to be able to say I, I was up there. Definitely. So yeah, not but not a lot of places, you know, just like the you know the, the notable places like New York. They didn't really go to California; it's kind of far. Um, you know, DC stuff like that. So, but but America's huge, man. Uh, tons of cool places in the U.S. Um, and I feel like touring is a cool way to be able to experience like a lot of those, you know, a lot of, like everywhere, you know, a lot all these cool places in, in, the, in the states. Yeah, uh, the the first time you guys went on tour, was it just you and Lauren? It was just you two. Yeah. So it was Lauren and I, and uh, uh, our friends Guillermo and Alana and uh, her girlfriend, and this little minivan. Um, it's like a super short thing. It's like like a week uh, up the East Coast. Super cool experience. Like all the shows were kind of like cow shows. Um, nothing too official. It, it was all leading up to like uh, our New York show. That was kind of like a real club show. Yeah. Um, and that one was really cool. We played with uh, uh, some pretty cool acts out there. Totally, totally. <laughs> Man, it's been a while like uh totally cool now. people and uh yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and they, they, they have names to those bands but you know yeah, well yeah. no okay yeah well we no. played with Al- actually we played with alex G and billy oh okay yeah yes, alex, yes. That, that was cool um dude, that was a really cool show at golden tea house it was like this super super cool uh house um diy space alex g put us puts on a great performance it, yeah it, it yeah, really so does that, I, yeah that, that yeah, was caught him. super cool you said like i said cool act like that people you know that are doing really well these days yeah, um, and uh, yeah, that that was our first little tour, and totally unprepared, didn't know anything. Still, always learning. Tour- touring, you learn so much every time. Just like it's like a logistics, you know, challenge every time. You know? <laughs> yeah. So, were you were you renting a van or what? Or what were you? Yeah. So when we first started, we started with like a little minivan. Then we used a minivan for like a while for a lot of tours because uh, we just kept it minimal just like Laura and I and like uh, one other person, our good friend Amanda was kind of like our go-to third person on tour for like the while she went to Europe with us in 2015, actually. That was a crazy tour. 32 shows in 30 days. Um, easy. Insane. Well, I don't, I don't, yeah, yeah, I don't easy, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah crazy. Yeah, that, that, that was the boot camp of a lifetime. Like, it's like, to fit, it's like if you don't know how to tour, do that, and then you'll know how to tour. Oh my gosh! Yeah, was it was it all around? All around? Yeah, here? it was amazing. It was like it was crazy. It was like going to places like if I didn't do that tour, I still would not know about those places like Darmstadt, Germany, um, like just like shit, like just places that you would you would not know about. Like it's like have you heard of that place? I, I just, <laughs> it's like crazy. Yeah, so just like all over the place. So that was what, exhilarating. And but was that was place so London? Early. Is it London? I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, we did play London. We, did, we played London, we played Paris, but like tons of like like smaller places too that I, yeah. I can't even remember now. Like it's, it's been such a, it's, it's been a while. What was the reception um, like over there when you guys started playing? Pretty bad. It was, it was not, it was, I mean, it's, it's really, there. it was more of like a vacation. Like, some of the shows there was a good turnout. Like the London was a solid turnout. Paris had a solid turnout. But uh, yeah, obviously, like this, you know, the smaller places, not so much. But super, super generous. Like the people that were putting on the show were super friendly. Like the hospitality was amazing. Like, 
home cooked meals. Um, so yeah, it, it was it was less about like selling tickets, more about like, hey, you're in Europe, like have a good time, live it up, yeah, yeah, and like the few people that did show up, like they're 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 fucking awesome, like you know, like shout out to them because it was 2015, you know, that was um, not really. In Europe, I mean, in 2015, in Europe, like sales, like you know, not not a big name. <laughs> even even now, it's not you know, huge name. For people that turn out turn up at that time, it's uh, impressive. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that that's awesome. I mean, like that that feeling of like, wow, I made this at my house in Florida, yeah. and now I'm here, and people like know, at least have some some sort of a, a prior knowledge of me yeah 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 it's amazing every person matters you know it's like i i never was disappointed to you know like it's like however many people show up that's I'm, that, like that's all i'm thinking about it's that's all that matters yeah point point you know performing for those people um, yeah what, what's a concert that you've attended that really stands out to you oh man Um, Grimes came to Orlando uh, I forget what year and I thought that was a really good show um, yeah it was cool yeah, seeing her just yeah, play, play like one of the venues I've played before <laughs> killing it and, uh, Caribou came to Orlando as well Caribou was one of my favorite still, still one of my favorite projects out there Yeah, um, it's really cool to see electronic uh like what's known to be like electronic project uh bring a whole like a full band just execute like a full band performance that's that's crazy yeah 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 so Car yeah, Car caribou does really cool stuff um super inspired um and yeah if you just you know, even uh, if, you, if you kind of go even farther back um there was a show that i was a part of that kind of spawned like or the Orlando electronic music scene at the time, like 2009, 2010 times. Uh, he robust. He's actually pretty huge now in the EDM scene. Um, mm -hmm. But prior to that, he was doing more like down tempo electronic music. Yeah. Um, so uh, he came down and like played a show. No one was there. Like pretty much all the people that were there were the people that like were musicians that were kind of trying to do stuff. So so. Even though there wasn't a turnout, like it was, it was that that was a that was a that will, that will always matter to me. <laughs> yeah, that really stands out. Because like, yeah, because yeah, yeah, like my buddy Matt, shout out to Matt Turner. He because he he he's like always been playing music in Orlando. He's kind of like big bro of the music scene. He's like a couple older, years older. Um, he he's the one that actually put on that show. He like put up the money to get Hero Bus to come out. And, I played it. I like supported him. Man, that's yeah. Uh, that's a that's a good guy. Yeah. Trying to trying to get stuff done. Yeah, yeah. XXYYXX was there. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, that it was crazy. Um, Orlando had had some stuff going on. Like, and there's there's still always stuff going on, but like it's uh, it's always changing. Do you think that there'll be uh uh kind of a boom in overall art? due to like the mass exodus of huge hubs like LA and New York 
since the so. pandemic. Yeah, I think yeah. So. yeah, yeah. I think it's you know, you're going to start seeing more. Um, I mean, yeah, uh, people still end up feeling like they need to be there, like the in the, the music hubs, but mm-hmm. I feel like it's because they, it's just they feel comfortable there. You know, you're treated like celebrity. You know, when you're in LA, you're treated like if you are a celebrity, you're treated like a celebrity. If you, yeah. If you bring that celebrity somewhere else, you might not get the same treatment, you know? <laughs> so, so, like, you know, it's, uh, I, I, I like kind of just being in these, like, places that people don't really give a shit about the entertainment industry, you know? It's like, yeah. Because, yeah, because we kind of, yeah, we're independent, so we're kind of pretty, we're not really that connected with the entertainment industry anyways, you know? But but then yes, yeah. the entertainment industry wants to be connected with you, and you say, "Fuck you." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Haven't they haven't really reached out in a while? But I don't know. <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe they got the message that we don't really we're not really that interested. And need them? You don't need them, man. Yeah. So um, yeah, and that, that's yeah, a, sure. that's a really important like hand to be to to hold close to your chest. You know, it's like I don't I fucking people are listening to my music whether you're helping me or not. So why would I pay you to do what yeah yeah what yeah. you do it's, like yeah 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 it's uh it's, uh yeah but i'm pretty opinionated like i've done a lot of interviews and had some pretty strong opinions about uh, the industry but yeah it's uh, you know i feel like you know a lot of a lot of times like you feel like there's like this kind of thing you're supposed to do yeah, yeah there's and, there's uh, steps yeah yeah and it's like oh yeah of course i would you know sign the major record deal and try to win grammys and stuff like that but I feel like sometimes, you know, maybe maybe that's not what it's about. Yeah, like, you, uh, you kind of have to come to your own conclusion about it, and yeah, whether yeah. that's yeah. whatever it, quote unquote selling like, out or whatever. Or yeah, absolutely, yeah. And it's like important to acknowledge like what that should sound like as well. You know, it's like you know to you know if you want to participate in that world, you know, there there is kind of a expectation. Yeah, yeah, like you gotta, how to, you gotta how to play look, the game. How to sound, you know, like, yeah. So, are you, yeah. are you, you know still, uh, are you not signed with the label? Or still, yeah, we're we're still completely independent, no label. We pretty much just operate as like our own label. Uh, have been doing that for a while. That's great. So, like, so all of our physical releases, we put up the money ourselves to to press. We have to keep still, track of, which is uh, awesome. Yeah, yeah, we have to keep track of, yeah, you know, the inventory. You know, just boring stuff that like you know a lot of a lot of people might not want to care about but i feel like i've always been a believer if it's like manageable to do do it yeah you know, do it but uh the moment it's not manageable then, then consider getting some you know help you know yeah yeah do do it until uh, you can't yeah so yeah. yeah so we do actually have a company that helps uh, uh fulfill our merchandise now so we used to awesome. me and lauren used to every week uh have to like make like a hundred packages plus hundred plus packages and so we're like we're like i think we just you know i think we've earned the right to like maybe not have to do this now because we've been doing it for like five years yeah hand, hand it out to somebody else like air you yeah, know yeah. You, you do it i got other yeah, stuff to do yeah, yeah, yeah. which is but, which uh, is good yeah yeah exactly but you know it's cool to be able to know how to do it you know um it's important yeah and understanding the real like inner workings of yeah. what's what's going on yeah yeah, absolutely, I, yeah. it's very important yeah i mean like even with this, I do all of it myself. And it's like very, I mean, like, it's great that I know 
you know, yeah, you, you the, have, yeah, the limited exactly, amount of yeah. shit that I do, but like, yeah, 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 it's, it's, it's yeah, great it's, to, yeah. There's, there's a lot to, you know, to, to the thing other than the thing, you know, like, it's like, yeah, it's like, once you, once you finish recording the podcast, you're going to have to edit the podcast. You know? oh yeah i'm taking all this shit oh, out yeah 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 absolutely yeah it's like uh <laughs> a lot of work you know beyond just you know just writing the song you know what i mean um, yeah yeah and uh we were lucky that uh yeah everything kind of fell in place uh with, with the songs like you know the artwork the artwork that was done um by our friend alana yeah what uh, yeah she, alana what's what's yeah, the alana last questel right? alana questel Quistel, yeah. She, yeah, I yeah. mean, she's done great art. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, yeah. It's, it uh, really fits what the what the sound is. And if for those who don't know what it looks like, go ahead and and, and go Google. Uh, could you could could you um wait? How, how do you spell the last name of yeah, the uh, Q U S T E L L? Okay, yeah, definitely yeah, check her out. Or A L A N. Yeah. So, but uh, yeah, we're we're kind of like trying out different artists now. Like actually, we like the recent stuff. Which is you know was just our, our let's kind of Lauren and I doing um, kind of trying ourselves, but uh, yeah, the visuals are gonna look different soon eventually. Uh, just yeah, yeah. Uh, the visuals behind yeah. the pieces right now are, are yeah. awesome too, and and I yeah. I mean I can't wait to, to see what's next. But really, if you guys haven't seen it, go go Google it, and mm-hmm. it's it yeah. really really yeah. Fits. I feel I feel like yeah that that's kind of big deal. You know, just it all kind of just fell in place. Like you know, people I feel like it's recognizable. Yeah. yeah, it's uh, it's crazy. crazy What's it yeah? Is, is there a reason behind sales being spelled in all caps? Uh, yeah, I just kind of I've always liked the way that looked. Uh, I don't know if that was my idea, but I think yeah, I, I just it's, let, let it's like the look. Yeah, of it, yeah. It's, it's just yeah, it just kind of like felt like it looks better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't think there was any yeah. There's not there's no like you know symbolic you know symbolic reasoning. Now, is, is there a direct reasoning for the name itself? Uh, yeah, so Lauren actually came up the name. Um, her her family, her parents, uh, they've always been um, involved in in sales. Actually, like all types of sales, like uh, real estate. Like now, uh, like all, uh, just always always selling something. Um, yeah, they've they've always been uh, make uh, making a living doing stuff like that. So she came up with that. And I was like, I like it. I don't. I like. I like the fact it's only one word. Um, also, it's pretty. It's pretty like ambiguous. Like it's like you have no idea what it. It's it's surprising. Like now now people know what the, what it is. But if we try to tell people what sales is, they're like, what the hell is that? You know, it's like hard to find. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's it's kind of yeah. under cover, which is which is good though as well. Because like yeah. the people who know, it's, they they really want to know. They really, they really yeah just... yeah. I like that there really isn't a meaning, and you know, you just kind of listen to songs. They don't know if it's you know, it's not uh, open it's not to interpretation. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. When did you figure out that that your your music was being used on the platforms it has been used on, like frequently, like TikTok? uh what's funny is like the tiktok thing kind of happened and i had no idea how how big it was until like like a year or two like after like it had already started like um yeah because i don't really use tiktok um you know it's cool it's cool like how, how, how crazy it is but uh yeah like people tiktok actually reached out to us 
Really? It was, it was like, hey, did you know, like, this is happening? And I'm like, we we're like, uh, kind of. <laughs> did you know you're losing money on this? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So, uh, no, that's cool that they did that. Um, yeah, super, super fortunate. It's like, you know, it's, it's, it's not something you really kind of, you kind of think about happening and it just kind of happens. Yeah. I mean, you could, you couldn't pay for that kind of publicity either. This is yeah, yeah. Not. yeah, yeah. Like very yeah, organic yeah. thing. Yeah, Org- the industry hopes yeah. they can kind of create that um, and kind of make it, like kind of facilitate that happening, but yeah, it just doesn't. <laughs> yeah. You can't, you can't yeah. manufacture that. Yeah. So yeah, which it's super is, cool. I'm really happy with it. You know, the more people that hear the music, I'm, you know, that that's that's really what you know matters to me. Uh, so, anyway, in, in any way that can happen, you know, I'm I'm open. I'm open. Yeah, what was what was the the most difficult show you you've ever played? Most difficult show, yeah, I would say Flash goes back to those early shows, um, and it's just cringy to think about now. You know what I mean? It's even harder to imagine. <laughs> At the time, it's not as crazy, but then you, you think back and like, damn, there's some difficult shows. Um, yeah, but if, if it makes you feel cringy about that moment, it means that you've matured as a person that's like, okay, I would never act like that now because yeah, I've changed yeah, it's so less much. Acting. It's less about acting, but just like being like, holy shit, how did that sound? Like, did that even sound like music? Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's experimental. Um, I would say uh, the I was like super hyped and nervous about playing Coachella uh, in 2019. Yeah, uh, I mean that, that that's, that's a yeah, huge yeah, yeah thing. that that's yeah that that's that one that one was a I would I would, I would say it wasn't hard but it was everything leading up to it was like it's like a lot. Yeah, daunting. Yeah, daunting. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah and oh my god you know it's like so dry there like it's like i was dehydrated for a while like they're yeah, offering out like, in that valley uh, yeah they're offering iv hydration mm-hmm. which i thought was like kind of weird but in retrospect I, I would i would i would definitely do the iv hydration if i was <laughs> if i were to go there again oh my god that's good yeah, do, do things a bit like differently <laughs> this yeah time right around. it's like yeah we don't just drink the water man we gotta you know, shoot inject the water. Yeah, inject, yeah, yeah, yeah. Get it straight, straight in there. Give me a, give me a drip IV, and then give me one of those roller hands <laughs> because I gotta, I gotta uh, move. <laughs> yeah. So, Coachella, yeah, that, that was amazing to be able to do that. Um, yeah. Some tour, touring internationally was crazy because there was moments where like all our stuff was just kind of like sitting there um, before customs, <laughs> and like. It was like uh, in the air whether like we would be able to be allowed to go through with all our stuff. Yeah. But luckily, gosh, it was just. I guess people just kind of felt bad, like, like they just they just didn't want to ruin our ruin our day. So like we were able to get get to everywhere we had to go. That's that's great. Yeah. I in mean, Mexico, in Mexico, we just kind of feel like we kind of got shook down, like because normally you need to have like a like an itemized list for all your stuff. Mm-hmm. That, like the value they call it like carnet carnet or something like that boring stuff and we didn't have that of course because <laughs> you know we're still learning because why would time. you <laughs> yeah why the hell why, why yeah why would we want to tell you 
the value of our stuff because then you can just tell you can just kind of like be like oh you owe us a percentage of that right? like, <laughs> so so we, we didn't have this document mexico was like yeah where's your carne and like we don't have it like, they're sitting there like look we're like what they're like what is this and like they're using the phone to like figure out the item and what it costs and it's like you can tell that they're like they don't want to do that shit either. You're like, all right, listen, guy, I mean, this is up for three thousand dollars right now on eBay. It's it's an open bid. I don't know. Yeah, we'll, we'll, yeah. we'll come back. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They're like, fuck. Like everybody's like, this is this is shitty. Like that. We all have to, you know, be subjected to this. Like, um. So eventually, in Mexico, there's like, okay, just pay us this number. I think it was like five hundred dollars or something. Like, all right. I shook, there, shook, I shook down. Like, all right, get, you get you get to go. Like, Australia, yeah, thanks, <laughs> Australia, um, yeah, the the agent kind of just they're like, oh, you don't have that, it's gonna be a problem once you get to Asia. Um, we almost didn't get through, and like eventually, they just kind of let us through. And you know, what's funny, we didn't have a problem in Asia at all. It was just Australia. <laughs> it was this yeah, just like, it's like it's like no, you you want it to be a problem in Australia. Why are you talking about Asia? Don't blame this on Asia. Yeah, it's, it's, your, it's, it's your problem. It's like, we get to Asia, and he's like, like it's amazing. I'm, 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 uh, you just walk through, and yeah, nobody, nobody bothers you. And then you're looking at them weird, and they're like, did you just come back from Australia? And you're like, yeah, like, oh, <laughs> yeah. <we're> assholes. That's <laughs> yeah, hilarious. It's hilarious. Uh, yeah. So I would say that, that was the hard part. When, usually by the time you get through with all that shit, you're, you're, you're just excited to be able to play the show. Yeah, all right, everything – logistically yeah, and now yeah because you're like holy shit like we could have had to cancel this show so whatever whatever type of you know like you know feelings you had didn't don't even matter by the time you're up there you're just, yeah you're just excited it's all that stuff's in the past yeah yeah what's one song you wish you would have written Ooh, song. that's that's a tricky one That's why I ask. Yeah, I, yeah I don't, you have you tell me yours first. <laughs> hey man, I'm asking the questions here. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm the I'm the guy that because it's like I don't know how to answer that. Um, you know what would be great to, to write? Uh, this is my feeling about it right now. Miles Davis is so what that song? Oh, so you busted out the jazz, dude. So yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll so, tell you where like, I come from. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's like, okay. Well shit. <laughs> Man, it's, it's what's a hot song that like would have been like sick to have written like pretty recently? Oh, recently? Yeah, wow. I'm think I'm thinking because it's like, damn, like if I wrote that song, it would be good. We'd be good. <laughs> the the Star Spangled Banner would be pretty hot. That'd be, that'd yeah. be a pretty, pretty good one. Francis Scott Key, he's got that. Um, man, this, you, you stumped me, man. You stumped me. That's all right. It's all right. It's fine. I I, uh, I got other questions. I, I, I'm gonna keep thinking. I'm gonna. I'm, still, right. I'm still in parallel thinking. thinking all right. All right. Um, what uh, what do you see for the for the future of sales as of this point? Oh yeah, so we're we're actually getting back to work. So if anyone. Uh, as, as curious yeah we're not we're not stopping we're still very very active uh, so we're gonna um, be putting out new music uh, definitely this year kind of not sure when we're very flexible with our timelines <laughs> but uh, we are planning on going on tour next year next fall awesome so um 
kind of a, like a casual announcement of that. So uh, yeah, still planning on writing music. You know, Lauren and I, every time we get together, we're still, yeah, the magic's still there. Like, you know, when we, when we, when we come together. So that's as great. long as that still happens, you know, we're still, we're still going to write songs and put them out. Awesome, man. People, on tour now and then. people want to hear that for sure. Yeah. So, you know, we're not, we don't really, uh, you know, we don't have a, a label telling us, hey, we need an album every however many years. So, you know, we no, it's just like, it's just you telling yourself that <laughs> yeah, exactly. oh, we need an yeah, album. Exactly. exactly. So, so yeah, it's uh, you kind of we kind of have to like set set that up for ourselves sometimes. Yeah, definitely. Well, listen, man, I I like to wrap this up with some promo. So, you can you can find all sales music on any streaming platform, TikTok included. <laughs> if you if you go through enough videos, you're gonna find it anyways. It's there. It's <laughs> out there. And uh, for all the merch and stuff, they can go to, to wearenotsales.com, right? Yep, we are not sales.com. Awesome. And and merch. keep an eye out for the for the tour whenever whenever the, in the in the fall that's gonna happen. Yeah, yeah, next fall, 2022. And, so plenty of time, plenty of time to think about. You're gonna you'll be announcing <laughs> that whenever whenever the, the dates yeah, are involved. Yeah, some, yeah sometime. Yeah. So yeah. It's it's still we just start we just talked about it like like a week ago. So yeah, but it's it's great, it's out there. But uh, we're yeah, we're still active. Not you know, this is this is something we enjoy. It's, do enjoy doing so that's awesome man yeah dude thank you for coming on dude i really appreciate yeah, absolutely. it and uh yeah happy, happy to come on yeah, thanks for having me oh i'm gonna time. have you on again this was great yeah yeah anytime <laughs> all right man i'm gonna yeah. I'm, I'm gonna talk to you in a second i'm gonna start recording this yeah cool all right thank you man